electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Monday morning, welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures red as the bulls try to snap a three-week slide for the Dow and the S&P. Trade's going to dominate the headlines as talks begin this week. Throw in 11 Fed speakers, some inflation data, Fed minutes, and, of course, a trickle of earnings. Europe is green, 10-year 154. Our roadmap begins with China trade concerns, with talks set to resume. Reports that a broad deal could be off the table. Stocks set to open lower. Plus, underperforming a status check on the now not-so-hot IPO market. And the NBA's China headache. One manager's tweet about Hong Kong sparking a business backlash and a political firestorm. The Dow and the S&P now in the midst of a three-week loss despite a Friday rally, which was the best one-day performance since August. We're set for a lower open. China reportedly looking for a limited trade agreement when talks begin with the U.S. later this week. This Bloomberg piece, guys. Uh, Talking about how don't expect massive agreement this week, but who knows? Still early. Well, there was conflicting reports out of, uh, I felt, the administration last week. Uh, On Friday, Larry Kudlow, chief economic advisor, basically said, look, there could be some good things. But if you look at the agenda of what the president wants, it's the exact opposite of what the Chinese uh, said to Bloomberg. The president's hoping to see an end to the stealing of intellectual property. He's hoping to see uh, the end of the forced uh, technology transfers, hoping to see the end of the fentanyl deluge, hoping that no more of our businesses are targeted, uh, hoping that there's no more subsidized state enterprises and no more cyber theft. Well, I mean, that's the broad deal. And if the Chinese aren't going to agree to that framework, then that means they're going to default to buying something. And that pres- that's not good enough for the president. Well, and this is why we're now hearing about what, the, what they're calling sequencing, right? Yes. Where stage one, you buy some ag. Stage two, you commit to some IP. And then finally, right. the final sequence would be a rollback of tariffs. Right. And I know that, say, Peter Navarro, that is antithetical to everything he believes in, which is that the notion that the Chinese should get anything from buying ag is just foolhardy. They'll buy uh, pork when they don't want pork that has swine flu. I mean, what they want is a rollback of the 2025 plan of domination. And that's not what the Chinese want to do. So I think it's status quo and get ready for the next round of tariffs. When does the president make his move, as so many expect, to just get something done because it will be beneficial to the reelection effort? Well, in terms of reinvigorating the economy, and then you're going to have low rates as well, and conceivably that could present a real tailwind. Well, I think that conceivably what you would do if you're a strategist and didn't care about anything other than the cynical nature of winning, okay, a little cynical, but is that you would say, listen, Elizabeth Warren doesn't believe in talks. We could get something done. Remember, as a precondition to sitting down with the Chinese, she's demanding that they uh, go for the Paris Accords. She has an interesting point about religious freedom and speech. Well, you know what? We, on the one hand, we've got the general manager of the Houston Rockets, religious freedom, speech, right? Hong Kong. On the other hand, we've got 
general corporate interest being willing to sacrifice on the notion of the dollar and China. That is writ large right there. The difference between uh, President Warren and uh, maybe President Trump. It's funny how you talk about that. It's starting to get a lot of circulation. I'm reading an RBC note this morning. Four thoughts on the implications for the U.S. equity market if Elizabeth Warren wins the White House yes. in 2020. Oh, it's They're actually warming up to, her, to uh, it won't be quite as bad as everybody thinks. That's I've been warming up to that. What have I been, here. I've been saying this for weeks that you've know, you got to look at her. Growing popularity of ESGs, an investment approach. Yes. Uh, utilities and REITs might be in favor because dividends won't be Maybe that's, necessarily Utilities have been the best performing. Utilities will. have been the best performers. Small Maybe caps that's, might be better off than, than large ha- caps. She's not in favor of small caps. No. Well, not necessarily. Necessarily, but um, the initial assessment, small caps may have less direct policy risk than large caps. That's very true. Uh, and, and then also they point out, of course, that over time, stock markets go up. I wrote that piece. <laughs> I wrote that piece. He's just watched man money. There was a guy watches man money. He's paid for watching man money. Democrats control the White House in both chambers of commerce or the best historical returns when Democrats control the White House and one of the chambers of commerce. Well, there you go. I mean, what can I say? That's more reason to buy the market. They're buying the NASDAQ off that. Who is that strategist? Well, let me find that for you. It's top uh, flight. in the election, RBC Capital Markets, Lori oh. Kelvin. Lori, it's, oh, it's Lori. Comes on all the time. Oh, never Who's mind. Been, Actually, uh, really and, and correctly, good. Uh, Very good. Yes, cautious on the market this Very year. Very good. Yeah. Well, look, I just think that this is, if we don't start talking about the dichotomy of Warren versus Trump, we're not helping the... The I mean, there is there's like a, it's a early. two Fox polls this morning has Biden up in South Carolina and Wisconsin. All right. Well, we'll stay on that. Biden is for status quo, uh, apparently. I mean, it, look, let's say Biden is for what uh, Obama was for. Then I think that you could have a market which says there'll be a deal. Right. No fight. Obama, Chinese. So but in answer to the question of whether Trump at some point will make any deal. Because it will help his election I don't think that's chances. true. You don't think that's true? No, I think that there's actually... You know, that is a, a fairly right, common I'm go- refrain you hear. I'm going to give you a shocker. I think that there are principles involved. Don't you make that face as a podcast. What face did I make? You made that no, non-podcast face. face. David, I, I have to keep emphasizing you there's a podcast. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, look, I think, no kidding around, I do not think that the president's closed. If the Chinese had said, everything's on the table... Then I would say, you know what, it's possible something to happen. But they came out this weekend and said not. Yep. So what are you going to do? They're basically saying, listen, this stuff is not on the table. Well, then how can there be a comprehensive trade agreement? Well, and now Hong Kong, uh, just an oh, awful geez. weekend in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, and now there's talk about what options may, uh, may go to next, whether it's uh, curfews, uh, forced detentions, but not a good situation at all no. in Hong Kong. And, and by the way, commercial, I saw this today, commercial uh, property market had the worst month since it was handed over back to China as a British colony in 97. When, we talk a lot about how we, meaning the mainstream media, talk a lot about how the Chinese would be losing face if they caved to uh, President Trump. Don't they lose face every Sunday? I mean, look at that. We have this video of the, of the police lobbing tear gas, and then we have a video of people picking up the tear gas and throwing it back at the police. Is that loss of face, or is that, like, business as usual? That's face loss. It's loss of face. Okay. It may be. Maybe. The Chinese military has yet to, to move in. Well, what would that look like? 
I don't know. Everybody knows what that would they look like. A, they all talk about the T-word. Report said the PLA raised a warning flag for the first time. Yes, a yellow flag of some kind. The PLA looked like, looked like chumps. Wow. They're going to revoke your contract uh, to uh, tour the country. Well, listen, I was going to be a net season ticket holder. Yeah, I love the your Nets. Distribution right Coach Atkins is terrific. I like the Nets. I just got a Nets. You know, I like the Nets. I hope that Joe Sy will let me would he get that he granular. Would be happy to have you. Not let me have a I would Nets. absolutely. He will be very happy to I have you. I used to be a season ticket holder, but he let me come back just as a kind of a fair weather fan, though. That's you, what you You are. know Joe Sy. Can't you get Joe Sy on the show? I'll try. All right? Sure, I'll try. I think you have a better shot than anyone else in the media. I probably will fail, but I will try. Thank you. All right, I'm getting a season t- I'll get my wife to get season tickets, and it'll come on. Uh, yeah, the intersection of uh, China and basketball today is a big story. But IPO is the other big story. Many high-profile companies have seen their stocks slide after their debuts. Goldman says IPO stock performance this year is now the worst it's been since 95. Overall, companies that have gone public are trading about 5% above their IPO price. That's according to Dealogic. The S&P, by comparison, is up 18% this year. Jim, that did not stop at least four analysts from initiating Smile Direct and uh, a buyer outperformance. How painful is that? I mean, look, what are they going to do if the stock's well underwater? they got to come out with an overweight if they were involved. Uh, the clear aligners have the potential to drive deep penetration. Uh, into the malocclusion market, David. That's J.P. Morgan's comment on uh, Smile Direct. And then City ups Uber to a buy. Yeah, that Keeps was nice. 45, uh, but says we're going to see a positive shift in sentiment. Well, I do think that there was a moment in the Costco quarter where Costco is, this is, bear with me, uh, Mr. Galante, who's the CFO, is talking about how freight prices have come down year over year, but expects them to go lower. That is Uber Freight at work. Uber Freight is flooding the freight market with new drivers. And that had been, been a driver shortage. And Uber Freight is allowing new people to come in. And listen, this is what happens like with Uber cabs. I mean, there's Uber cabs everywhere. Lowers the price. So Uber's doing the right thing. I think that that write-up says it won't be this quarter, but next quarter. Uh, I thought it was kind of important because the stock's down a lot. But you have to just say no to IPO. That's my... That's your new thing? Yeah, just say, just no, say no, to no to IPO. Just say no to IPO. Period. Because we can't handle, the, we being the market, yeah. handle another IPO. There's just no money around. In order to be able to buy an IPO, you got to sell an IPO because most money that comes in is indexed. Remember because they got rid of individual stock pickers because they always underperform? Yes, I remember when that happened. So when there, when you only, if you bring a deal, if you bring, let's say, Airbnb, don't you have to sell your Slack to get your Airbnb? How's Peloton doing? Peloton's not doing well. But well you make this argument, but we're not talking about large amounts of money. I mean, there's still even right, what can we agree on? Or what can we agree on? That the Jets suck? Remember, you're allowed to say suck because oh. Elizabeth Warren said it and Mark Zuckerberg said it. I can't disagree with that statement. Right? Jet suck. Some other guy out here. No, you're allowed upset. to. Senator Warren, who could putatively president the last Warren, jet fan, said it's okay. Off, uh, works on the floor here. I so. felt there was a guy named uh, Falk who had nine sacks. You know, he's in concussion protocol from psychiatric perspective. Well, uh, given given Uber's performance, obviously the oh. drama around WeWork. Now Masasan gives this interview oh, to Nikkei Business Magazine, in which he says the results still have a long way to go, and that makes me embarrassed and impatient. I used to envy the scale of the markets in the U.S. and China, but now you see red-hot growth companies coming out of small markets like in Southeast Asia. There's just no excuse for entrepreneurs mm. in Japan, myself included. Embarrassed it, and flustered. He it loves is, he loves founders. Right. He does. He falls in love with founders. I think Masa. When you when you talk to him and or people around him. He loves the vision, the passion. 
Uh, you know, the question now will be, okay, but do you build enough guardrails around some of them, given how much capital you're actually giving them? And the case of WeWork is a perfect example of that. You know, Mr. Newman, as we pointed out, a very charismatic individual with a real vision, and certainly he did sway Masa to his side right. in a very big, significant way. The question is, could there have been a way to sort of help Mr. Newman position the company properly for right. a public offering in terms of so many things that might, uh, might otherwise not have been had to hit the S1 if they'd been taken care of? As in, don't sell all that stock. Don't buy a $60 million jet. Don't have your wife appoint your successor if something should happen to you. Maybe put a woman on the board of directors. Oh, I can think of a lot of other rights. Right. Even voting rights, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Maybe don't be 20 to yeah. 1 in your voting rights. You know, billionaires are under real attack here. I'm starting to worry about that whole cohort, the billionaire cohort under siege. Does it, does it take sleep away from you? I mean, you David Tepper's going to continue to have a business. Am I worried about the billionaires? Just like Lennon was with the Culex. So you're going to go from three and a half hours to like two hours because an hour and a half is going to be spent What billionaire's not under assault right now? Yeah, it's tough. Between the wealth tax. I mean, you know, people, people favor an even modest wealth tax. It's very I think it's going to be, this is an interesting moment. Cy is a billionaire, right? He's under attack. Bassasan. Oh, Joe our, Sine, billionaires, Mas, yeah. our billionaires are under attack. This is the part of the show where we try sarcasm, I assume. Is that what we're doing here? I'm just saying. Remember, we're a podcast. It doesn't come across that well. No, we're on a podcast. Yeah. You're right. But there's billions. There's billionaires. Everybody. I mean, I don't think any group is suffering as much as the billionaires. Well, Mark Zuckerberg last week came out and said, listen, I'm giving away all my stock to distinguish about how the billionaires, you know, maybe the billionaires have too much emphasis. We have uh, a decade of central banks inflating assets at point. the expense of labor. So capital's won out over labor. Well, that's what Elizabeth Warren's trying to reverse. Yeah. And I think that that's it's a 30 year, 40 year question trend, is how yes. you do it. The question is how you do it. Is it really an effective way to do it? What, by what do you want? Show trials? Worth over 50 what is there million? to do? Show or trials? Or is it a better way to just simply raise the capital gains taxes? Jim Stewart has come on so many a capital, times. I think favor yeah. the ca- I think the capital gains. And it's and a lot easier to get. at least an equivalent between well, passive income and actual work. I, as someone who's gained a lot in capital gains, I can tell you I didn't really have to do anything versus ordinary income. We have to work really hard. But the capital gains have lower taxes. It is a little antithetical. But I know that Larry Kudlow has always preached low capital gains. They're in charge, David. The low capital gains people are in charge right now. When we come back, we'll get Kramer's Matt Dash. Lots to get to this week as we count down to the opening bell. Take another look at the pre-market. We'll get to GE and some additional calls on E-Trade, NVIDIA, Carnival, Wendy's, and more. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Always great to get the first mad dash of the week underway. Uh, Alteryx is what you want to focus I on. Why? Thinking, I actually remember when sending me forget-me-nots came out. That's all I am. Okay, I'll throw This is really important, David. It's actually key to this market. 
This has been one of these companies. Alteryx is a way to be able to do melding uh, data analytics without using Excel spreadsheets. It's much faster. Younger people, older people like me, would use an Excel spreadsheet. Alteryx is a way to be able to kind of eliminate that and do it faster. Dean Stoker's been on Mad Money. He is brilliant. This is one of the fastest growing companies. They have what's called a land and expand strategy, which is something that all the guys, you know, remember, growth at scale, land and expand. You know all these. These are called buzzwords. Yes. And this has a primo buzzword that's best of all is SaaS. It's a SaaS company. Software as a service. That's the original model, and it's going to carry through. And if you do want to get rid of all your Excel and do it much cheaper and faster, you bring in Alteryx. So this one. What's this been about, Jim? Is this just the. Well, the reason I brought it up is this every single one of these looks exactly like this. Right. So sad. Yeah, and it could be Twilio. We could be talking about. Yes, ServiceNow. Workday, David. We could be talking about any one of these. Uh, Salesforce, we could be talking about. You get me? You get me? Salesforce has been more just like that. Well, but you know, yeah, uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm not right? going to disagree with that. Okay, but work days like that, ServiceNow yeah. certainly has been. Uh, the only one that's really avoided that is Coupa. Coupa's been very strong, but this is—if this one turns, then you're going to see a turn in what I call the cloud kings, including VMware and David. The biggest of all, Adobe, which has been stalled here. Adobe's been stalled. As Adobe's well. such a good company. I like Adobe right here, right now. All right, right here, right now. Alterix. It's not Alterix. A lot of people make that mistake. It's, it's Alterix. Alterix. Like Alter. Like Alter, Alter. RX, okay? Alter RX. Got it. Or XY. It's actually the axis. YX. See? Y. Remember the axis oh. when you were Alter YX? So much you learn here on Squawk. I try. I try to throw a lot at you. We've also got an opening bell coming up in a few minutes, so don't go anywhere. The spirit of performance defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura's been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Big weeks on tap as uh, U.S.-China trade talks resume. Obviously, a bunch of Fed speak. We'll get plenty of data. The first trickle of Q3 earnings will come in. For now, though, futures down 74 on the Dow. We're back in a minute. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in five minutes on this Monday as we kick off a busy week. Of course, on Friday, Jim, we filled that gap from Wednesday. Right. Uh, quite an interesting week. Morgan Stanley today reiterates that this is an environment that's not satisfying the bulls or the bears. Well, it's true. I mean, how far are we through the correction? We don't know. Remember, the Nasdaq actually was up. Uh, Nasdaq is separating itself from the rest of the market, in part because Apple has been so strong. Uh, and some of the semiconductors have been so strong. I, uh, I, I have to tell you that I think that last week, one of the seminal moments that we don't even talk about is the brokerage houses cut the commissions. And I don't think it's going to mean anything to the individual investor. The individual investor continues to leave the building uh, no matter what, even with no commission. No one seems to care. I just am just in shock at how little interest there is in this market. All right. Just uh, UBS today takes E-Trade up to buy, even though they, they did cut TD Ameritrade. But, <laughs> I mean, the stocks have come way down. Lost right. market yeah. cap was astounding. It is. Right? Thank you. would not have anticipated. Yeah. I, well, I don't I mean, just that one day. Wow. That was amazing. One headline, one day. I've seen a lot of advertising around it. It's funny, this weekend in the newspaper, Schwab advertising, then Robinhood right. coming back and saying, we forced this and there's a lot more coming from us. I feel that this market is about disruption still. It's still about, the, whether it be um, Alteryx, which I just showed you, is disruption of the traditional XL market. Uh, Robinhood, which we don't talk about enough, the disruption of, of what were three companies that were doing quite well, commission. Uh, we've got disruption. I don't know if you've been following what PayPal's been doing. They're disrupting everybody. Uh, you're disrupting the model that I'm seeing for a credit card, disrupting plastic. It's just, it's just rolling disruption. Uber obviously disrupting cash. I mean, I don't think we can. This is an era where we're going to look back and say, wow, Silicon Valley disrupted so many industries. Because really? others argue it's a mixed record this year. Vaping, Bitcoin, even autonomous, right? It's going to take a lot longer than autonomous. We and now we're talking 2025. I think that that one accident, terrible accident that occurred with autonomous in Arizona really set back autonomous very big. And it meant it so that almost everything has to be modeled. Nothing can be done in reality. It's interesting what we're willing to accept from human error, yes. but not willing to accept from machine error. That's a very good point. Like, we're willing to accept that it's no one's in favor of drunk driving. But, it, you know, if you could switch the car to automatic. Yeah, what about drunk, all the people who are texting and driving? That is, by texting. the way, an absolute epidemic. I mean, all of us drive. You, how often do you follow us? either behind somebody or past somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All all the time. whole time. Car should be shut down. They have the ability to do that, by the way, because Dan Hesse, uh, former head of Sprint, yes. they had the coalition of cell phones, had this ability to be able to shut a car if you were going to text. But we're, that didn't happen. Meanwhile, the uh, data from around the world continues to be rough in Europe. Germany factory orders oh. year on year down 6-7. And even domestic orders down 2-6 month on month. People say this is no longer about international trade. How right now. can Merkel not do something to expand that economy? They're, they have a, they have, you know, they've got a bunch of surplus. 
How is it possible that you could have a major country not trying to expand its own economy? How is that they possible? They have negative rates, too, so I don't know what... Oh, and by the Print way, money. there's a piece out today yeah, on how lenders are starting to bring retail Actually. investors into the negative rates. Actually, charge them, yes. right? Yeah. Like, you have a deposit over a certain number? Over 100000 yeah. I think it is. You're going to start paying. Can you imagine that? <laughs> no. Well, you might need to, because yeah. we're not that far here. Oh, who knows how long it lasts. We had 3% CDs out five years. I know. Just a few months. That it, was a it, great it, deal. It, it, it was really great. It ebbs and flows. I mean, people just presume, they take a trend line, they presume it's going to go negative. That's what they did at gold. With gold, just a no, month ago, the trend line of, going positive. Right, Germany, Germany generates a surplus, so they clearly could induce deficit spending to try to juice the economy. What yes. do you do there? Particularly if you, I mean, rates What do you are, do? How about gonna, building things? Rates, you so. can build things. You can build a new uh, set of auto bonds. They've got a pretty nice one. Maybe they could come over here and build yeah, ours. We need an infrastructure week. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> we, we have the Germans to come we here have and a start lot of, building some We have stuff. a lot of demand. We could easily do it. Our country easily could do it. We have room. We just do a $500 billion Make America Great bond. I've been saying that hey, for a long I time. I think it's infrastructure week. Is it? <laughs> you make that up? There's two, there's two meteor showers this week. Nothing at all. <laughs> Let's get the opening bell here on this Monday. S&P 500 at the bottom of your screen. At the big board, the Golden State Warriors get and J.P. Morgan Chase celebrating the opening of Chase Center, the new home of the Warriors in San Francisco. And we'll talk with Rick Welch, the COO and president of the team in the next hour. At the NASDAQ, Aries Capital, a provider of financing for middle market companies. I have Greg from the Warriors in speed dial. Got tickets, front row tickets. Paid them. Don't worry, I paid full price. But that is the best. I don't people realize that that is the best customer service I've ever seen. The Warriors. I mean, it, it is an amazing outfit. Mark uh, Benioff has front row seats right under the basket. You've been. Well, I got it. I paid for my tickets in. Then, you know, I had good was tickets. The whole man money team. And, right, yeah. Katie Guys Spencer is amazing. Yes. So is Heather Gaines, yes, sir, Regina yes. Gilgan, who went to the went to the Eagles Summit Hilltoppers game this weekend. Where we crushed the Hilltoppers. Oh, no, that was the Jets. Jets. Sorry about that. I didn't mean no, that. Sorry, keep making jet jokes. It's really funny. I, ah. It is funny. How about, this, how about the solar companies with a, a subtle ruling against China? Suddenly the solar companies are doing well. Subtle ruling. Wow, we're doing. The government has got a lot of things behind the scenes that are happening, like the total deregulation, the energy energy business, which is making it so that we just can't seem to make any progress in energy because there's just too much. The government's so pro-everything. But Conoco was able to raise its dividend, which I thought was surprising. Yep, that's true. NVIDIA actually is going to lead the S&P at the get-go. RBC wow. takes the target up to 217. Oh, I love that piece. From 190. About gaming. I mean, gaming is just... A, it, remember, this is a big position for my travel trust, but if you go back over what, uh, what Jensen Wong uh, said to me would happen when I was out there, he's just saying, look, we had a data center, there was a little hiccup, data center's back. Uh, we're going to, uh, gaming needs his, I've seen his gaming, I could not tell whether it was life, whether it was real or whether it was gaming. That's how good these drawings are. If you're Disney, you have no choice but to use NVIDIA chips. If you're Take-Two Interactive, their developers use NVIDIA chips. I, I, I look, I think Lisa Sue does a great job, she competes, but if you want really sophisticated GPUs, you got to use NVIDIA. So that stock is going higher. Um, NVIDIA did. I, I see it right there. It is yeah. going higher. It is a true statement, up 2.5%. And you keep talking about that Mellanox deal. 
that deal is right at the crossroads of the whole China. Remember, Mellanox is the outside, the edge computing. It fits directly with what NVIDIA wants to do. Jensen Wong swears that deal is going to get done by year end, according to the press reports. I just don't think it's I think it's all up to the trade talks, the holistic trade talks that are no more. What are you saying no more? I just don't, you can't get it. The president wants a comprehensive deal, David. The Chinese came out this weekend and said they don't want a comprehensive deal. How can you get a deal? I have no ability to predict any of this stuff, and I, I don't know that you do either. Warren is so anti-corporate versus the president, and the president's, remember, it's multinationals. That's who both of them are focused on. It's interesting, when you talk to the president's people, you kind of learn a lot of similarities there in terms of what they want to do. It's worth mentioning, don't oh, you? Oh man, just morning, a... I mean it was a while back we talked about this guy Paul Halal, an activist, was racing, brutal. you know, the, as they often do, I think it was in a, a special purpose vehicle, but uh, um, raising money to take a very large stake in Aramark. Uh, for a while I'd been hearing that he was trying to obviously do a lot more than just take a nine point eight percent stake. Uh, and had potentially some other investors along with him, but that didn't come uh, to fruition. But he does own, he's the largest shareholder, and now Jimmy's he took basically over. replaced the board. He replaced uh, the board. This is a John company. John Zilmer, named CEO that of Aramark. The board has been reconstituted um, effective immediately. I thought so that was The board of directors is now uh, Susan Cameron, Karen King, Art Winkleback uh, joined the board immediately, Greg Creed. But we Steve Sadoff stays chairman. Uh, from Yum's uh, former yep. so, uh, current CEO, right. soon to step down, will join the board at a new annual meeting. And Halal himself is going to become uh, vice chairman. People are really move. This is a very big company. They provide food service for many stadiums. Uh, they provide food service for us, companies. Yes, yeah. And so. this is one of the Philadelphia's biggest companies. I remember when it was formed, and this just kind of happened. It, it wasn't. He took over the company. Yeah, he um, he got what he wanted to a certain extent in terms of at least gaining a lot of control with his 9.8% stake without actually buying the entire company. We'll see what they choose to do in terms of a plan here. I'm so glad um, you brought it up because we, this we, was We're going to keep an eye on activism in the weeks ahead, too. We've mentioned two other big, uh, big uh, fights or potential fights. Uh, Marathon Petroleum with oh. Elliott yep. right, and John Pike leading that fight for them. Uh, and what the company will choose to do. We haven't heard from Mr. Hemminger. pursues that split. And we, have, then, we haven't heard from Mr. Hemminger. No. And then Emerson, which a week ago came out with their plan to jump ahead of D.E. Shaw, which is pushing them as well uh, to do any number of different things. Both of those in process. So we'll be following both closely. Uh, so Marathon's amount of activism. This era mark, obviously, is kind of already took place. It's funny. These marathons are actually doing okay. Emerson's linked to China. I don't know how much more people think they could do. Yeah. But the Aramark is just sudden. I mean, when they sent me the release this morning, it's like, holy cow, this is a, I don't want to call it a sleepy Philadelphia company, but a well-run Philadelphia company. And then, boom, it's very just kind of, wow, right there. New CEO. Remember what, in July, they replaced the previous CEO. It's been a while. Yes. Waiting for, right. wasn't waiting like, for somebody. Right. It wasn't no. like they tossed, right. tossed somebody. Exactly right. That's good. Exactly right. Good the page brought that up. That's a big deal. Uh, two big stories in uh, GM, where the UAW says uh, talks took a turn for the worse. Stocks down about 1%. Still talking, though. Day 22 of the strike. And then GE, Jim, as they try to yeah. re- announce plans to reduce their pension liability by up to $8 billion. Uh, just to be candid about this, 
when you get the GE note, it's kind of like Tusa's note last week about aircraft. It's very hard. I mean, I spent, I mean, I got the note around 6 a.m. And you spend like a half hour analyzing what they're doing with the, with the, with the pension plan. You realize what they're basically doing is what a lot of other companies are doing, which is make it so there's not going to be more contributions. It does cut down the, the pension risk, but it's, remember, people want, they want revenue and earnings growth. They don't, it's nice that they're doing this GE for shareholders, not that nice for workers, but I, 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 Larry Culp has to recognize, Larry Culp does recognize this is not the year uh, no. anything's going to happen. Next year may not be the year either. I was going to say Long-term turnarounds, right. long being the operative word. The, the damage that was done here was just inconceivable, how much damage. I mean, along every, he has to check off every box, whether it be pension, whether it be long-term care, whether it be turbines. David, it's not turbines, turbines. It's turbines, and by the way, operating in a not-great macro environment, particularly uh, when you're a multinational and you're also selling a lot of stuff into... China, too. And right? Boeing. And Boeing. market, you know, sort of. Yeah. Right, you know, Boeing. This, this GM news is very important because as GM drags on its base, 45, what, about 40, more than 40,000 employees who are making basically $200 a week. And then you have Boeing not being able to generate any real return. These are the two, you know, when you try to figure out bulk employers in this country, Boeing and GM are about as big as they get. It's going to slow down GDP is what I'm saying. Because you're saying because the strike, oh, people between, are only making yeah. 200 bucks a year, and that's what the union's giving them right now right. in Boeing as well as not employing as many people because of the, the max the max problems. I just continue to think that this is a market where there's very few winners, uh, but there's just a lot of companies doing nothing. Stocks doing nothing. I mean, you know, we we see uh, Walmart, Am- not Amazon even, you know, Walmart, Target, Costco, Home Depot. Well, speaking of Walmart. Uh Announcing today an, an exclusive deal with Roku uh, to create a sound bar and wireless subwoofer. Uh, be exclusive to Walmart. Uh, both products on the shelves in the coming weeks for one twenty nine each. Uh, Roku's up two percent. Is that against Amazon? Amazon Fire Stick. Roku and Amazon increased. Remember, there's a world coming down between Walmart and Amazon. Uh, Walmart does not use Amazon Web Services, obviously. They are key competitors. We should do that. We should do a piece about the, bi- the bilateral, it's the bipolar. Same way that now Disney's not going to take Netflix ads. Exactly. I mean, you know, they're competitors. Yeah, but we haven't done enough real thought about that. We haven't? No, it's like Adobe versus Salesforce. Adobe's lined up with Microsoft. You know, Satch is lined up with, with Shantanu. I mean, there are they're really big schisms, even like two years ago. No one really thought about these things. Like you use no, people willing to fund the enemy by using Amazon Web Services because it's so cheap. No longer. No That's longer. Point. Right. Yeah, no longer. Pick your pick your appropriate partners, so to speak. But these are the biggest stories out there. When you talk out there, I mean, they're not talking necessarily about. Look, everyone's talking about Warren and whether she would break up companies. That is the biggest fear for a lot of people out there. She has not allied, allayed that fear, from what I can tell. You know, I know we always refer to it as though the president would be in a position to do that. Right. Well, last I still like to believe is there are actual laws. You have to make a case. You have to win in order to do that. The president just can't decree even this one. I can play your game. You can play your game. <laughs> Speaking of, now I see what it's like when I get nothing. It's pretty frustrating, yeah. isn't it? Speaking of cases, this today's uh, first Monday in October. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court declines to hear cases involving Domino's, uh, Amazon, a wage dispute, um, Apple, 
turning away a University of Wisconsin appeal on a patent lawsuit. And Domino's is what? What are they doing? Because that company reports tomorrow. Yeah, as we uh, one of the few Q3 numbers we'll get this week yeah. along with Levi's and, and Delta. Uh, yeah, Levi's is still expected week quarter. Delta expected week quarter. Uh, Domino's is very important because of the third party. There's another disruption. Remember, the DoorDash plays with wampum is the term we used to use. Right. They play with venture capital money. It's been able to fund so many of Domino's competitors. By the way, Wendy's got a downgrade. Wendy's today by Cowan ahead of an incredibly important analyst on Friday. Analyst meeting. That's heresy. Yeah, not the first one we've gotten that's centered on worries about breakfast plans uh, in 2020. I think it's at least the second one that I've seen. Breakfast and Brexit. (laughs) Two things that are underrated as worries. How about how about Carnival Cruise? Oh, HSBC goes to hold. They cut. They go from 68 to 43 There's on bookings for next year. Yeah. Stock's almost at a five-year low. That you know, weather hasn't really cooperated, but that's a kind of a cut. Remember, we used to think there a while we thought that millennials like cruises. I think they like cru- you know, millennials are kind of the brain of a mayfly, and they like cruises for about three quarters because it was good for Instagram. I was into that. So you think it's a demographic story? Yes, I do. And what I think, well, actually, I, I don't want to mean Royal Caribbean's done quite well, and Norwegian's done well, quite well versus Carnival. But the cruise business and the RV business had been something that the millennials liked uh, for, and the millennials just kind of moved on. The millennials just think they just, they just, they're another disruptive force. They like you, and then they hate you. Ha- I don't Hogs mind. down three. A Reuters story saying they're not getting traction on this new bike. Had no sign that the demographics are going to reverse on that, on the appeal of the motorcycle in this day. Yeah, it's just going down. How do millennials I, feel about Netflix these days? So they still, I, I think they're not as in favor as they used to be. No, I know there's, no, there's some too many research offerings. out this morning. You know, people track uh, global downloads, and apparently they, there has been a slowdown in global downloads at a similar level that we saw through the end of September. Uh, which was a slowdown from the mid to high teens growth in both July and August. So that's got some analysts saying, well, maybe the fourth quarter is not going to be. Yeah, but when you go, you guys go on your TV. The, you I mean, I don't know how many different we got, or, but how many Netflix do you have? Up a bit. Say again? Like how many different offerings? I mean, I go and I say, well, there's Hulu and there's Amazon Prime, Amazon Video, and there's Netflix. There's really a ton of. Yeah, I go ESPN. through I every, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, and HBO. I think there's on Wii. There's there's eight. There's cable. There's Direct TV on Wii, DTC offering on Wii. Direct, right, direct-to-consumer on Direct-to-consumer yeah. on Wii. There's too many things. I'm watching this thing, Line of Duty. Okay, it's a British offering. I get it on Amazon. They charge me every month. Right. Every week, get charged. I don't care. Well, wait, you're paying additionally for it? Yes. Oh, via the Amazon. Yes, platform. I'm paying additional. And how about, did, you know, did, I think, I, why do I feel like I'm getting an Apple bill like every 30 seconds now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I pay for everything. Apple. Delete, yeah. delete, 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 delete. $2.99. Yeah, $2.99. They just nick at you. I don't know They nick at you. They got $3.99 or yeah, $5.99. They had yeah. to add up eventually, right? It does, does. Right? Well, at least Joker demonstrates we're still going to the movies. I couldn't believe that. Biggest October opening ever. At ninety-three and a half million, sorry, only cost sixty to make. I was thinking that that could help ATT's debt load. What do you think? Uh, no, no, no. I think it helps, no. but it doesn't help. You don't think it thirty million up profit? No, I, I don't think so. ATT owes a lot of money. Is what you're saying? They do, they do, but interest rates are low, and they are still generating a decent amount of, uh, of free I, cash I like flow ATT right now. The stock. I like the stock. I think the stock represents value. AT and T. Yes. Well, Elliot believes that too. Thank you. 
may have some differences in approach with current management, but they basically believe. I think we have to move on with my last word, that ATT is good being the last word. All right. Uh, with that, we're down 123 to start this week. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Bob? Yeah, not a great start, Carl. Uh, three to one, declining to advancing stocks. And once again, a lot of this is trade-related. The more cyclical names are weaker here. Just take a look here. Uh, semiconductors, uh, thank heaven, still continuing to uh, be flat. They started on the upside. But metals, mining, transports. Transports had a terrible week last week. It dropped below the 200-day moving average there. Not good for them. Industrials, weak energy. Again, these are cyclical names that we're seeing on the weak side. In terms of market trends and what's going on, I mentioned the Dow and the S&P. Well, they're down three straight weeks right now. Uh, that's a bit of an issue for them. Uh, we're also seeing the transports and financials. They had a tough week last week, worst week since August for both of those. We saw rates drop. That didn't help. And, of course, we've been talking about the IPO market. Uh, that's down 15 percent off of its recent highs here. In terms of uh, where we are, again, trade discussions going on. That's the most important thing. This weekend story that China might not agree to a complete, big, comprehensive trade deal uh, has got everybody talking. But the 80 percent deal is a lot of traders have been calling it have been around for months now. Uh, and basically here you'd have no industrial reform here, no, no, no uh, agreement to stop sus- subsidies to state-owned firms. China would buy agricultural products. Uh, you'd get some commitments, still a little bit vague, on intellectual property rights. And the most important thing for the markets, the belief that there would, at the minimum, be no additional tariffs or that they would roll back the tariffs. That, of course, either side of that would move the market positive uh, or flattish. So that's going to be the key thing, and we're still unresolved on where all of that might go. Trade is the dominant mover of the market this year. And you can see this in the dispersion of the sector returns that we've seen. Look the way I look at it, which is off their 52-week highs. Not year-to-date, but where they are from their 52-week highs. It's all defensive stocks holding up the consumer staples, the utility, technology, uh, thank heavens, because the semiconductor business uh, on growth prospects continue to hold up. But that's the movers on the market. And if you look what's uh, furthest off of their 52-week highs, uh, they all tend to be on the defensive side, uh, on the uh, cyclical side. Materials, banks down 12%, energy down 27%. Keep a big eye on energy. You're going to see a lot of tax loss selling around some of these energy stocks. We can talk about that uh, a little bit later on uh, and see what's going on with that. Here's what else is going on here. I think the important thing right now is we're going to see a lot of discussions about the IPO market. And uh, I know it seems like a little quiet right now. We've got too many IPOs, but we've got some big ones coming up. Just today, we had an announcement of Bell Ring Brands is going to probably price in the next week. This is a Post Cereals, big active nutrition spinoff. They, they own the power bar segments, nutrition bars, protein bars, really a hot thing. They're going to go public Try probably in the next two weeks. 30 million shares, 16 to 17, 19. This is not a nothing IPO. This is a more than $500 million raise here. So this is sort of the next big one coming up and probably, as I mentioned, sometimes next week. IPO ETF, we talked about this. It moved right in line with the top of the market. So here it was in July. This top line is the IPO ETF. The bottom line is the S&P 500 for the year. And you see this whole outperformance gap that we've seen. And now you see how that gap in the last month narrowed considerably. We're essentially in line with the performance of the S&P 500 for IPOs. And up to here, we were up 30 percent. So that market has definitely come down and did coincide with the top of the market right at the end of July. Finally, big special guest coming up. At halftime report, Charles Schwab, the man himself. New book out. The book is called Invested. Talks about his history, developing Charles Schwab into an investment powerhouse. But we're going to be talking about, of course, the zero commission move that the company made recently. We'll talk about IPOs. We'll talk about whether investors are getting a better deal now than 40 years ago when he helped founded that very big company. Guys, back to you.
Thanks, Bob Asani. Meantime, the NBA and the Houston Rockets trying to mend ties with China and the business community after the team's general manager, Daryl Morey, tweeted support for protesters in Hong Kong. The NBA called that tweet regrettable. Alibaba's Joe Tsai, who owns the Brooklyn Nets, wrote in a Facebook post that fans and the rest of China's 1.4 billion citizens viewed territorial integrity and sovereignty as non-negotiable issues. Morey has removed his tweet and replaced it with an apology getting reactions from senators, uh, you name it. Everybody has an opinion on what the NBA should do now. It's the look, 500 million people watch the games over there. They had, uh, just for game six, they had 21 million Chinese fans. Uh, this is considered to be the home team by very many because of uh, Yao Ming, who's important in basketball there. Uh, at the same time, it's really amazing. Some people feel that they have sold out the people of Hong Kong on the order of big money. Well, the NBA has encouraged its players, perhaps more than any other sports league, to speak openly. Right. We've seen a number of prominent uh, NBA stars uh, talking about right. issues of the day here in the, in the United States. So it's not that uncommon to expect that you could express your opinion. But in this case, the Chinese, one tweet, the Chinese but come back hard. What was Maury tweeting about? Wasn't he tweeting about free speech? Yes. No. Support, support democracy, support yes. protests. Well, how could everyone be so quick to, to denigrate a pro-democracy state? Who, well, who's well, being the, so quick to denigrate it? Well, the NBA. The, well, the Chinese. The owner of the team. Truman Fertitta is the owner, of the yep. he took, of course, well, of the he, Didn't Rockets. he take it back? He, he, said he, that, took, he said that Maury does not speak for the Rockets. But that's when our country was founded upon the idea. Of free speech and freedom? Yes. Or was it founded on the order of big money in China? Which was it founded on? Was it founded on the idea that we have a lot of fans I of basketball in China? I don't remember that being in the Constitution. No, I checked that. There's China. no amendment. The no. First Amendment's pretty, a- pretty active. It is, and typically we do as a national government, along with our executive, speak out in favor see, of protests for democracy. Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong, since when is that controversial? Well, how about when there's big money on the line? Yeah, when you're doing a lot of business in China. Well, that's just great. Isn't that what this whole thing's about? So what are they supposed to do? Wrap it up? Maybe maybe forego some revenue? Maybe admit that it's okay to take a hit? Maybe make less? Is that all right? Or are we just supposed to make as much money as possible and do whatever's necessary? You're a man masquerading as a dollar sign and you're saying that? I'm, hey, listen, I changed my look. I'm 64. I'm favor free speech. If I can't come out with it now, when am I ever going to come out for it? When we come back, we're going to get some reaction to this uh, controversy from Golden State Warriors COO Rick Welts. In the meantime, we're off 100 points to start the week. Don't go away. Dow down about 100 points here. S&P back to 2940 ahead of a very busy week. More Squawk on the Street continues after a break. Jim, what's on Matt tonight? Ring Central made a big deal with the buyer the other day. And let me tell you something, Vlad is just killing it. RNG, look at that thing go, and we've got him tonight. I can't believe it. Good booking. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, 
AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.